Patrice O'Neill also has a joke about if somebody was like, I'm going to kill your mom unless you can spell the word restaurant. R E. I love you, mom. Are you ready to get Rest into in it? Peace. COVID would have gotten him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit the snooze again. I didn't hit the snooze this morning. I got up early. I didn't hit the snooze either. But I did have gravy for breakfast. Actually, there's a, uh, there's a Simpsons trivia that is done daily on Discord that I'm like... Oh, nice. That I've been participating in, but it's at like 8 in the morning, so I have to set my alarm to wake up to do Simpsons trivia. It's going pretty Must good. Be fun though. to be in New York instead. Good morning and Aloha Biscuitiers. You got dialed in to Matt's number two radio program. That's right. I'm Chuck Sauce. He is Vincent Fody, and we are Biscuits and Gravy. I'm Vincent Fody. Coming up the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. I want to thank all our listeners, all our viewers, for emailing us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Or biscuitwars.com. <laughs> Email and, Chuck uh, at the Chuck. Sending us questions and so Vince can quiz me live on the air right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of... Gravy. It is so bad. Good to be back here in the historic biscuits and gravy amphitheater. Even if we're only is, being simulcast here, if, we are still <laughs> recording from the biscuit bunker, six feet apart. It is still coronavirus time, baby. We are in the biscuit bunker, located in beautiful downtown Oakland, California. Oh no, that's <laughs> not. I'm sorry, downtown. Okay. That's, that's actually 99% invisible. That's the a real podcast that you should actually be. I like you ever that listen one. to 99% invisible? Yeah, it's good. It's I a like good, it. It's a good podcast. I can listen to it a lot more than Pod Save America. I'm Roman Mars, but not as much as biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Vince Forty. Oh, what's going on? What's going on with you, Chuck? You just read my mind, man. Oh man, uh, I'm loving having a dog. We've got a jam-packed show so because much. we had a jam-packed week. The most. You got a dog. I got a dog. I got a. Uh, we are watching another dog right now, so it's like we have like Ooh, one and a half dogs now. Uh, oh yeah. Mm. We went to the pumpkin patch. We did. We took delicious pictures of gourds. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing more than I love some big old. I gourds. put a I put a pumpkin in front of my door and I stopped locking it because I got security gourd. <laughs> and we're off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have a lot of conspiracies to talk about. Now, uh, of course, there's always the ongoing conspiracy of the New World Order and Agenda 21. The cabal. Now, I know you're thinking, Chuck Thompson, uh, the population keeps going up and the life expectancy keeps getting higher and higher and vaccines must be good. Uh, You're completely wrong. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I read that Facebook is is finally going to ban anti-vax ads. That's not freedom of speech, bro. That's That's... Facebook. I know. (laughs) Well... Facebook could the, they ban like the snack freedom of, freedom of speech doesn't with? mean that Facebook has to provide you with a platform it just means that you can't get arrested for saying whatever you want to say how am I supposed to sell my colloidal silver without <laughs> saying that vaccines are bad well me? there's always Fox News <laughs> oh lordy so it's funny, I'm watching a lot of Cosmos which is on Fox News and they'll always preface things by not saying like this is true they're like leading scientists may tell you this I'm like, no, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you can just say this is real life, dude. Telescopes work. <laughs> we all believe in telescopes. <laughs> telescopes not, not everyone who watches are in the news. pocket of big, flat Earth. Yeah. They're trying to make you observe other round celestial bodies so that you'll think that the Earth is also round. And, of course, the only round celestial body you got to care about is me, Chuck Sauce, broadcasting live from the Biscuit Bunker. Uh, I, there's another celestial round body that I've been thinking about lately. Donald Trump, friend Ooh. of the show, Donald Trump, DJ Trump, DJ Donald Trump, he, uh, spinning he, Americans, he's still, hottest racial slurs. He's still alive, right? You know what though? I was, I was, uh, you know, friend of the show, Herman Cain. You yes. love fast food. You love Herman Cain. Herman Cain. So Herman Cain got the corona. Because he's a Republican, it doesn't know how to wash his hands. Well, he right? died. Herman Cain's dead. He did. He died like like two months ago, though. But check it out. So three plus months ago, he got the corona. Then right. under a week later, he got out of the hospital, said he was feeling fine. Six weeks later, dead as a doornail. Mm. Who also got coronavirus, went into hiding for six days, 
came out saying he was fine. Huh? Uh, DJ Trump. DJ Donald Trump. Well, DJ Trump is a friend of the show, so we wish him well. Mm-hmm. We feel the same way about Trump that he feels about Ghislaine Maxwell. They're sure they're fine people. We we wish him well, and we've met him many times. <laughs> and I do hope he's he's fine. Uh, did you hear that he planned a stunt where he was going to wear a Superman shirt under his... No! Wait, you didn't hear that? No! Okay, so he had this stunt plan that he was going to do where he was going to walk out of the hospital wearing like a button-down shirt, and underneath was going to be a Superman shirt, and he was going to walk out and then rip open his shirt to, to reveal the Superman Why shirt. Why did this not happen? This I don't great. know, but he, he ended up not doing it, lame. and then I thought that was super lame because like, there's sometimes Donald Trump says something, and I'm like... That's completely that, outrageous. No, he says something, I'm like... I agree. I think he should do that. And then yeah. he doesn't do it. Like, this, the whole Superman thing, that would have been great. would have been great. And then he didn't do it. Remember when he said that he was going to drain the swamp? Uh, yeah, I know. I was and all I was, about it. I was like, that's great. He should do that. Yeah, instead, because he builds he's, a bigger he's self-funded. Swamp. He doesn't owe any money to any corporations or anything. Mm. He should drain the swamp. And then he, mm. he ended up not doing that. Mm. Um, <laughs> that segment was brought to you by uh, Christopher Reeves' pet peeves. Ooh, how- Are you sick and tired of the president not ripping open his shirt and wearing a Superman? Underneath? How funny would it have been if he did like the Willy Wonka thing, where he walks out with the cane and he looks all decrepit, yep. and then he like he like throws down <laughs> the cane and does a tumble salt and jumps up. He's like, "Hey, I'm back." Oh, I would have <laughs> loved if Trumpy Bear did that. Ugh. So what are you going to do with your pumpkins? Do you got any carving ideas so uh, far? Christy painted three of them, like, from, I almost said Jack in the Box, but Jack Skellington. She likes Jack Skellington. I like Jack in the Box. Not <laughs> <laughs> a nightmare before um, Christmas. Why don't you blow the, the little train whistle, because we got, we got a, a little segment to do called, this is called Follow-Up Junction. <laughs> 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 on the board first stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is follow-up junction because sometimes we do corrections corner where we have to correct stuff that we messed up but yeah. sometimes we just want to do a follow-up so can you believe it so let's we are incorrect let's on the show. ease the train on into follow-up junction Ooh, chugga chugga choo uh, choo so this week on follow-up <laughs> junction oh we should mention uh we did the comedy show at vibe yeah, yeah. on chino's birthday uh-huh. that was the eighth it went over very well i gotta say uh Chino was funny. Ted Anderson tried his did, best. Did he new did, stuff? He and did old stuff. comedy. We had a good time. So happy birthday to Chino. Chino LaForge, friend baby. of the show. Chino yeah. LaForge. It was his birthday, and uh, everybody had a good time at the show. Uh, also, follow up junction. I got, <laughs> I got another item for follow up junction. <laughs> I found out that there we got a lot of emails about this. Chuck turns out that there are Cinnabons. That are outside of airports. I knew it. So there are like if you I'm go at you West Farms. If mall. you go to like a big mall, yeah. Sometimes those large malls will have Cinnabons inside of them, so you don't have to go to the airport necessarily to get a Cinnabon. Although rule of thumb, if it's in an airport, it's probably not that great of a place, even if it's outside <laughs> of an airport. Um. Also. There, like, for instance, on Oahu, there are there is a Cinnabon in the airport, but there's also a Cinnabon outside of the airport Whoa. in one of the malls. However, to get to Oahu, you have to go through the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if you're already on Oahu, you don't have to go to the airport. But if you're on Maui, you definitely have to go through an airport. Security. <laughs> you're gonna have to go through an airport. And that's Cinnabon. If you want to get your hands Cinnabon-ified. on some. Cinnabon. Mmm, Cinnabon. Mm. Remember when we were talking about that last week? I do. We should do a little mini gluttony club. I would love to jump into because it. Because we were just wow. talking about... The rail! We're going off the rails on a crazy gravy. Well, let's just do... A, this is just a mini gluttony club. Sure. Because I want to talk about the fact that I just had Jack in the Box for the third time this week. They don't give us any money, but Jack in the Box, please give me money. I, I had Jack in the Box for the third time in as many days. <laughs> so the first the first day I had that sriracha burger, which was really good. It's so good. The next day I had a little breakfast uh, sandwich, which was it was uh, bacon, egg, ham, and cheese. Bacon on a egg, sourdough and ham. And cheese. And then I was just thinking about how much I like the croissant, which at Burger King, and you told me that Jack in the Box does also have a croissant yep, sandwich. So I get that breakfast sandwich, and I have them swap out the croissant instead. Delicioso. Is that even legal? <laughs> if, you, if you ask, they will provide. 
Sounds so good. And, and then, then I've gotten all these uh, chicken bacon club ranch. Oh, that's what I just had that you brought which me in, which is very too. generous. Really good. And uh, Diana just the other day bought a bunch of puff pastry that we have in the freezer right now. And you were just asking me about puff pastry because you're going to make... What do you make the old beef Swellington, <laughs> which is beef? Well, it's it's it's, it's like a cut. Cooked, what is it? It's a cut of beef near the tenderloin. So think almost as soft as a filet mignon. It's called the Chateaubriand. Chateaubriand. And uh, you make. I mean, there's different varieties of it. Basically, you make like a paste out of mushrooms and deliciousness. Mm, my mushroom makes a and paste. And then you uh, beat it into. <laughs> it's real sexual. And then you wrap it in prosciutto. And then you wrap that in puff pastry. Is it always prosciutto? Uh, I, I've had it prosciutto. I've had different cured meats. I've had it with foie gras once. As long as it's a cured meat. And uh, but the or most some sort of pate. Is that you have? Oh, dude, I love pate. Bro. You have a puff pastry on the outside. I've been really angry lately. That's what makes it a beef swellington. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that way, the puff pastry doesn't cook in that long, and it gets all fluffy and goldery and buttery. And listeners of the show, if you're just tuning into the biscuits and gravy, spoiler alert. I love butter. In fact, I got in a <laughs> conversation this week with my girlfriend who scolded me for not using enough butter lately. She buys Kerrygold in bulk. That's right. 12 packs of Kerrygold from Costco. She scolded you for using too much butter? No, for not using enough butter. Wow. She's like, what are you using this canola stuff for? And I'm like, <laughs> baby. <laughs> ah! Kerrygold's good, but have you ever tried lard chuck? Do you remember I used to actually, I went through a big lard phase. I Funny enough, I was thinner than drugs <laughs> to do that. I went through a lard phase as well. When I made the um, the Nashville fried chicken, Dude! that is supposed to, that is traditionally cooked in a lard. So I, yep. we, I fried it in a lard and boy, was it yummy. Not very healthy though. Oh, is that, is that friend of the show, Young Gravy? Friend of the show, Young Gravy. Today's show is brought to us by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. Coming up on the show, we have Spoiler Alert, Conspiracy Cookbook. But first, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in and remind them that today's show is presented in part by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, Backpack Yeah. Backpack Yeah. For those quality backpacks. And also by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. To the walls! Did you uh, get your Did you get your uh, voting thing in the mail? Your no, ballot? I didn't. And then Christy said I could just vote for her, and I'm like, that and the Republicans win. <laughs> That's, and I'm okay wait, with it. Chris Christie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Governor Chris Christie, my girlfriend, your girlfriend, who also Governor has Chris Christie. <laughs> we better be seven feet away. Oh man, yeah. So Hawaii is one of those states where they just automatically send you the ballot in the mail. My home state of Pennsylvania, and my current home Ooh, state of Pens, Hawaii, Penn's Woods. Uh, they are they are both states that automatically send out all the mail-in ballots to people who are registered to vote, which I think is pretty huh. cool. Well, agree to disagree. So get, get out there and vote. Um, speaking of speaking of mail-in ballots, did you hear? Okay, <laughs> friend of the show QAnon. You, of we course, all, we all know QAnon, who's got a, a lot of great ideas. This was back before we found out it was just some guy in. In New Jersey. Yes, and we all thought QAnon was some incredible obelisk power <laughs> of truth. Uh, he was saying uh, that the the mailmen, of course, we can't trust mailmen because no, they're going to commit voter fraud by by taking the 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 mail and throwing it in the trash. And when I heard that, I thought to myself, that's not very likely, no, no, right? Because mailmen, QAnon, you're you're not trusting the wrong boys in blue. I I was like, that's. I don't think mailmen would be that stupid to to like tamper with the mail. And then well. then we just found out today. What did we find out? I was wrong. You Q- were wrong. I was wrong, QAnon. No. It, tur- it turned out that there was somebody that was dumb enough to do that. There yeah. was a mailman who was a big QAnon fan. Turns out he was a <laughs> QAnon supporter. Hold on. What? <laughs> and he got <laughs> caught taking mail and mail-in ballots and throwing them in the trash. So when I thought there there was somebody that was too dumb to is that a self fulfilled prophecy? It turns out that QAnon was right, and there are people out there that are dumb enough. Imagine going to jail because 
some guy in New Jersey tricked you into committing a federal crime? Uh, I don't know. Imagine being dumb enough to listen to anyone from New Jersey. That state's gross. Or imagine going to jail because <laughs> how about those guys that tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan? Also, Trump. Those guys are going made to jail. Fun of the governor. Those guys are going to jail for the rest of their lives. Yeah, Trump made fun of the governor. Imagine if it was like another extremist group doing it. They would have been condemned. Well, what did he say about the governor? He was like, uh, it's called her like a lame, like a lose, like only losers get kidnapped. <laughs> Well, she didn't get kidnapped. I know. They foiled the plot. He still called her like, a loser. I like governors that don't get kidnapped. Just yeah. like John McCain. Yep, John McCain. Oh, lordy. So, once again, QAnon, QAnon proved that he was right. Also, I don't even imagine John McCain as John McCain anymore. I really only imagine as Ed Harris. I don't even know what John McCain looks like. I just know Ed Harris. <laughs> and I think it's like the same Ed Harris gets like, who's like, oh, Charlie I can see like an older Ed Harris looks like a younger John McCain. Kind yeah. Of. And then I can the, see that. If you had set. Ed Harris, but instead of bald, he's just got a big like shock of white hair. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks. They're in a league of their own for have a you... limited time. Catch them if you can. Hey, Chuck, you know what I like about Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks? They're big. They're big. Have you had the Mandalorian cereal? You're familiar with The Mandalorian, the, I hit, am the hit TV show on Disney+. Plus. Un- unfamiliar. That, I mean, I know it's Star Wars. So well, there's got... a Mandalorian cereal, Chuck. It's got Baby Yoda right on the front of the box. It's it looks. They look like kicks. They taste like tricks. And there's little Baby Yoda marshmallows. Wow. I thought you were going to do another thing that rhymes with that. And I was getting <laughs> it ready tastes to like all righty then. It's going to have to cut that part So how out. do you eat the cereal? Because Star Wars milked everything else out of Star Wars. <laughs> oh. Darn. Wrong. Quiet, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sons of biscuit eaters. <laughs> Where did you get that clip? <laughs> that is friend of the show, Cartman. <laughs> Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters. We knew before that some people could be biscuit eaters. Yeah, biscuit eaters. But now we know for facts. That you can also be a son of a biscuit eater. <laughs> and we want to thank you for tuning I'm in. I'm concerned about your gravy level. <laughs> <laughs> KKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. The voice of gravy. Not the beast! All right, so uh, all right, we did our mini. <laughs> we uh, did a little mini conspiracy. We do have a little. We did correction, follow up junction. Though. We do have a little correction. We did a little mini gluttony club. We squeezed it all in, Chuck, into the into the very beginning of the show. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be at the Lahaina Cannery Mall next <laughs> Thursday. Oh, it was next Thursday from six to six. We goofs. Also, speaking of the Gyllenhaals, today's show is brought to us by Maggie Gyllenhaal's bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal's bar <laughs> for best supporting she actress. She was voted best supporting actress. All right, Chuck. Uh, you want to do? Oh, why don't we do some a quick morning wood? Ooh. You want to do a little a little morning wood? The quickest of the morning wood with Vince Fody. Thanks for tuning in to KKU KKU 88.5, a nonprofit educational radio show broadcasting live from the heart of downtown Maui. I'm Chuck Sauce, and this is Vince Fody with Morningwood. <laughs> Morningwood is presented Welcome. in part by an endowment from <laughs> Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? Today's show is made possible by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> and also by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. <laughs> 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 And by We're going to talk about Jude Law later on in the show. And by Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. <laughs> is he running for anything right now? I don't because know. Because I don't think we're allowed to talk about him unless unless he's not running. He's also uh, one of like the directors of KQ. <laughs> or if if not then we have we also have to give equal radio time to any of his like rival politicians right? so here's you yuki lay thanks for going to comedy once a year i was like because because uh trump was on snl so then they were like snl was legally obligated to let like hillary clinton or bernie sanders or whoever also yeah. be on the show yeah because there's some political law where you have to give equal airtime to people mm-hmm. mm. uh okay so morningwood i got a couple cool things for morningwood oh the coolest one i don't know if you're familiar with porn star sherry deville <laughs> Oh my lord! I love Sherry Deville. Oh yeah, she wears this really cute halter top, 
And her son is always out at football practice when her son's <laughs> friend comes by. And her son, who's not at football practice, has really grown. She is in a lot of, like, MILF-related videos. Ah! Uh, well, because it right now is election season, she's doing a little get-out-the-vote campaign. And mm. it's being called erection season. Love it. Clever, clever. Stand so up, everybody. So... <laughs> Stand up for your rights. Uh, so you can. You Are can you visit, red or blue? You can visit her website. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like a like a purple, like a one-eyed purple. Uh, so you can you can visit her site at erectionseason.com. That's and, erectionseason.com. And it has information to like registering to vote and where the polling places are uh, laid out state by state. Mm-hmm. So you can you can if you're looking for any information about where or how to vote, you late, can go to erection season. <laughs> there was also a PSA about voting that was made by like a bunch of strippers. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. That one was pretty good. That was featured on John Oliver. Who was the porn star that Willie Simon wrote for for the AFN? Oh, I forget. But it was it was a big name though. I follow her on Instagram, and her new Instagrams are about the Armenian genocide. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> She's like, FYI, Armenian genocide. Wait, are you talking I about... I couldn't eat turkey for a week. Wait, is the, is Mr. Prickly Pear a uh, porn star now? <laughs> a real person? <laughs> are you following Mr. Prickly Pear on Instagram? <laughs> um, also, there's one more little item that I've got for Morningwood. Um, there was a, a influencer personality adult entertainer they're kind of groovy because you don't have to be a porn star to be like an adult entertainer anymore no, you can anymore. just you can just be like a adult influencer yeah, you don't and need to have be an IQ have, to run for office right you just have you just have to have like a, a OnlyFans page mm-hmm. and uh, a nice maybe a chatterbait a nice maybe a cam soda who knows you know? so there was this girl her name was pokey princess pokey princess i'm not familiar with her pokey princess uh is p-r-i-n C-X-S-S, Pokey Princess, and she was known for uh, her, Pokey incest. her lascivious photos. Ooh, lascivious. And also all of her Pokemon tattoos Ooh. and Pokemon-related memorabilia. Mm. She had a lot of like fan art and stuff that was Pokemon-related. Oh, yeah. So it turned out that uh, Nintendo saw that this was going on, and they weren't too happy about it as a matter of fact she actually tried to trademark the name pokey princess and i think that's what i could see that i think that was the straw that broke the camel's back Mm. so nintendo interfered and they said anything that you're selling with like pokemon related merchandise we're gonna take all those sales and uh you can't be pokey princess anymore so so they're gonna make money off her pokeballs off her pokeballs so now she has changed her name to Digital Princess. Princess mm. spelled the same way. Okay. Um, and and she, now Dolby Digital is suing her. And she also... <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's just nice that she doesn't harbor any ill will against Nintendo. She's like, I totally understand. I know that Nintendo probably doesn't want to be associated with this. I'm more than happy to change I mean, my name. I mean, who knows? The, the Pokemon so has grown up. So she's pretty happy about it. But if you, if you like uh, Pokemon-related smut... You can, which I you do. Can, which, <laughs> aren't you being uh, aren't, aren't you being, being Ash, Ash for? And Christy's being a little Pikachu. She's being a little Pikachu. Yeah. Mm. Well, mm. maybe you guys can make some home videos. I mean. uh, <laughs> but if you put them online and try to charge for them, you might have to uh, talk to Nintendo about that. Oh lordy. All right. Anything you got for Morningwood? I don't think I have anything for Morningwood this week. All right, because I've got some really good stuff for Ooh. a little segment that we like to call. Biscuit and or gravy news. That sound can mean one thing and one thing only. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We are Maui's number two radio program. And coming on, hot off the press for you this morning is Biscuit and or gravy news. Here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I just had to play the number two clip. We are not the lamestream media, okay? We are broadcast journalists who want to bring the truth of the world to you. Relatively. (laughs) So whether you're a gravy gal or a biscuit boy... Turn up the dial. If you're Vincent a Fody, if you're a big burger you. biting bearded biscuit boy, then turn up your turn up your radio dial. <laughs> Biscuits and or gravy seat. news What's on your gravy has been brought to us by Bruce Springsteen String Beans, grown in the USA, and also by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge of your lunch. Biscuits and gravy news is presented in part today by Christopher Plummer's Plums. 
up to city area Brad Pitt speeches. <laughs> now, this week on Biscuits and Gravy News, uh, KFC is making another appearance in the headlines. Of course. Uh, it turns out that... Friend a, of the show, KFC. A TikToker who worked at KFC revealed uh, one of the mystery steps that KFC uses in making its gravy. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it includes um, adding that like sludge that's at the bottom of a deep fryer. Mm-hmm. It's called crackling. Crackling, yeah. Crackling. It's, uh, it's like... Little bits of chicken that have fallen to the bottom of the grease. And breading, mostly breading, and, a lot of breading. And breading, and also just like... Any other debris like that grease. might be in where <laughs> minimum wage <laughs> just, people work. Just hair. And, That's and protein, so bro. all that sludge, sludge falls to the bottom. And then bro, in the I morning... I love crackling. Do you ever go to uh, High Ho Silver's and get some cracklins? Yeah, well, cracklins Long is another name Silver's. for pork rinds, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think cracklins and pork rinds are the same mm. thing. I but, like good pork rinds, man. But Real pork rinds? it's also what they call the sludge at the bottom of the cake. Yeah. So they scoop that out, and then they use that. They incorporate that into the gravy. And a lot of people were kind of turned off by it. But the guy who took the video was like, "No, it's still the same gravy. It's yeah. like, it just because you don't just because you don't approve of the method doesn't make it any less delicious." Mm-hmm. It's like you find out all those really fun times you were in the park with your dad growing up. He was really on drugs. Doesn't take away from the experience. <laughs> it doesn't make it any less. You were still playing fun. in the river. <laughs> um, so also, yes, KFC I, was kind of not so happy about that, but at the same time, they're like, "Hey, it's not own it, bro. It's it's still good." What are they being like? Hey, sorry you found out. These are the people that brought you the bowl. <laughs> the KFC, These, yeah, the, the sadness, sludge bowl, the sadness pile, which also is like a form of sludge. It's it's just like a yeah. slurry of KFC food. Slurry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, oh, and I remember KFC uh, made um, was it the fire log? The fire log, and of course the scented and, candle, and the gravy scented candle. Turns out McDonald's also McDonald's jumping on the candle wagon, bro. McDonald's is jumping on the candle wagon. They made a, a candle late, that a smells short. like they made a whole candle package uh, that yeah, was only did. available for a limited they made time. Candle packages. One of one of the <laughs> one of the dirty, candles dirty, dirty is boy. a quarter pounder. It's a it's a candle that smells like a quarter pounder. I am so happy McDonald's this because I've always thought to myself. Man, I really wish that my apartment smelled like a quarter pounder with extra cheese. Uh, I without also without me having to go all the way. I also wish for to that. an eighth of a mile away so, and get a quarter pounder with. Extra so the cheese. McDonald's candles turns out are super rare. Uh, I was only able to find one on eBay and it was going for three hundred dollars. I but it does allow you to make offers. And now being I the biscuit offered, boy that you are. <laughs> I offered thirty dollars. Of course, you're my frugal. O- and my offer frugal was in. turned down, so it looks like not, I'm I'm not, not not the first time you got rejected. Looks like I'm not getting that three hundred dollar uh, McDonald's candle set. Unfortunately, no. We did go out and buy one hundred and thirty burgers. Know, you know what I did get? No way! <laughs> if you're listening out there. I just revealed in the studio that Smells I have purchased like fried chicken. I have purchased Where did you get the this? KFC fire log. <laughs> they had it at Walmart. No, I'm no, just, no way. I'm just kidding. I had to. I had to also order this off eBay, but. It actually smells good. It kind of smells like KFC. Even we're not. I'm not even burning it. I'm just holding the box. Yeah, and that's here. You want to hold not, it? What, yeah, sure. This is just like the Yankee Candle right here. It's, oh, hefty. it's, it's, it's a hefty, boy. It's hefty. It's heavy. I also want to. I want to tell. Oh, it. I taste chicken. It's, oh, Lord. it smells kind of like it, right? I also like instead of the typical like Boy Scout campfire symbol. It's actually three chicken drumsticks <laughs> on fire. They definitely had some fun with the oh box. Oh, my God. Vincent Foti, <laughs> I'm so happy you presented this. It smells like fried chicken, 11 herbs and spices. It says, sure to make your home smell better than boring old wood or phone books. So I have one of those little um, yeah, your wood home's burning. always smelling like phone books. You know those little wood burning things that you, that you use outside and you take them camping and yeah, stuff? Yeah, clearly. So... Uh, once the weather gets a little cool, you gotta come over. We'll have a, we'll do a little camp out, and yeah. uh, we'll burn the old KFC fire. I can't log. wait. Winter on Maui, man. When it goes from eighty eight to eighty two, huge difference. <laughs> Just I can finally breathe. I know it finally it finally did cool down. All jokes aside, because uh, in the middle of summer, where we're at right now in the biscuit bunker, it's a little pretty, bit on the it's warm a little, side, little toasty, a little bit toasty, but uh, it's 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 now, bearable right question now. Question for you, Vincent Foti. that fire log you got over there, right? <laughs> Can you cook it smells so good over it? Or would that well, be Diana said I should put it in the smoker. Yeah! And 
trying. My girl, dude. I don't think. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't think it it, it translates into mm. what you think it's going to translate into. I still because I think it it's just like compressed cardboard and stuff, right? I don't know. I haven't even opened it yet, so. We'll we'll find out, but I'm not out. going to be cooking over the KFC fire log. Let's oh. just let's just put everybody's concerns to to bed right now. If That's... you think Vince should be cooking over the fire log, give us a call at 808. <laughs> Maybe we'll roast some marshmallows and have like marsh fried oh. chicken marshmallow. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> fried chicken toasted marshmallows, baby. Ugh, I don't know. Uh, one more thing for for uh, biscuits and or gravy news friend of the show young gravy you of familiar? course young gravy uh, he is on the forefront of gravy rap yes he is and he also was the one of his song lyrics was the last thing to ever be quoted on facebook by zoe parker the, the deceased porn star remember her yeah, and it turned out that her last Facebook post before she died was, was a, a young gravy was quote. a young gravy quote. So he's, he's moving up in the world. He's also got a new album that's dropping right now. It just dropped. It's and available it the, on Spotify. It has the beat of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yeah, the very first song it has a sample, and it's the "Always Sunny in Philadelphia" song. It's great. Do, 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 young do. gravy. So if you're a young gravy fan, his new that album is available on Spotify. We're the old guard gravy, the old gravy guard, <laughs> the old gravy gourd. <laughs> God, there's so much going on in the world. The old security so gourd. on the Mauis. Uh, so I think that's it for Biscuits and or Gravy News. A biscuit commercial is uh, being banned from the TV uh, airwaves in Pakistan. <laughs> what? So Pac- Pakistan, uh, friend of the show. David Pac- Pakistan. <laughs> I forgot we go after David Pakistan. David Pakmanistan. That's so funny. Because he always says, like, outrageous things that Democrats believe. And we're always like, Trump's amazing. He's more on the LGBTQ anon side. For sure. And uh, we're more on uh, right down the middle. (laughs) Oh, man. We're on the thick purple line. So Pakistan is cracking down on biscuit commercials. Crackling down? Crackling down. On KFC gravy? On biscuit commercials. There's a, uh, a famous biscuit in Pakistan. I won't say it on the airwaves right now. But uh, the commercial <laughs> is just like a bunch of people dancing, and there's biscuits are completely unrelated to it. So there's a rule now, and it was because of the biscuit commercial, there's a rule now in Pakistan where your commercial has to be about the thing that you're selling. Wow. So you can't just have like a Budweiser commercial, but instead of Budweiser, it's just a bunch of chicks dancing in a pool. Or like a horse through snow. <laughs> What's that about? The Clydesdales? Yeah. Unless the Clydesdale like, has to be drinking beer. I like that, that Budweiser commercial. It's like the the last day of Prohibition, like Budweiser was ready with all this beer. Oh, so Budweiser was breaking the law the entire time? That's a commercial? <laughs> You're bragging about it, bro? Well, we wouldn't have had our greatest Catholic president, John F. Kennedy, if it wasn't for... If it wasn't, it wasn't for, for illegal, bootleggers. Yeah, bootlegging, bro. So thank you, bootleggers. Yeah. That's so weird. We also, that, can you believe that a president? We also wouldn't be high on marijuana right now. Oh. If it wasn't for people yeah. illegally selling drugs. Well, I would be high. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we would just be more drunk. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> All right. Are we uh, allowed to? I think the next stop in the gravy train today is about, is about time. You hear that, Chuck? Ooh, baby. You hear that sound spoiler. rumbling in the distance? <laughs> you, know, you know what that means. It's, train to the it's time for Spoiler Alert. Spoiler Alert is brought to us by Beethoven's Apartments, <laughs> now available for release. Spoiler Alert is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Jim Carrey's Cemeteries. Somebody plot me. Spoiler alert is brought to us by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's Trudeau. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale and Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch. With from, Cumberbatch. From Cumberbatch. That one's and from listener, And listeners like you. <laughs> and listeners like you. All right, so I do have a lot to talk about for spoiler alert. Ooh. But before we do that, hold on. I watched a little primal. Oh. You hear that, Chuck? That sound means it's time to play Chuck's favorite new game. I don't like any new games. <laughs> this is you want you want to tell our listeners the rules to name the name those trilogies. <laughs> sure. So Vince watches way too much dumb TV. It's not dumb. And then looks up obscure <laughs> dumb stuff that I would never know. 
And then I have to point out that the guy Not from dumb. the Matrix trilogy is also <laughs> in Lord of the His Rings. name is Hugo Weaving, okay? Get it right. <laughs> he was it. also the guy behind the mask in... Um, v for Vendetta. V for Vendetta, that's yeah. right. Remember, remember. The 4th of November. The, so- the something of November. Yeah, yeah. Remember to vote. Also, watch V for Vendetta and then take a deep breath and look outside, everybody. Just <laughs> take, take a deep breath and go... Is that a KFC, KFC firelight? <laughs> that is now just just resting on my bed, looking as delicious as ever. Your neighbors are gonna call nine one one, and then the, they're just gonna show up with like a grill and want to hang out with you. All right, so, so I have to name this trilogy. So I tell you the name of an actor who's been in multiple <sighs> trilogies, and you have to guess the trilogies that that actor has been. <sighs> okay. All right. So our first actor is. <laughs> the first actor is Patrick Stewart. Okay. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart is has been in two separate in, trilogies. Uh, Star Trek. Of course. Right? Of course. Because that's where everybody knows Patrick Stewart. Of from. course. Unless you know him from the Dune? other thing that he's known for. Uh, Dune? Patrick Stewart was not in Dune. He was in Dune. Was he in Dune? Yeah, totally. He's well, ageless. He looks the same. Dune was not a trilogy, though. Oh, uh, the book was? I don't know. All right, so what else would I know uh, him from? X-Men, probably, right? Of course it's X-Men. Oh, nice. Of course. He's in X-Men. He's Professor Xavier. Oh, yeah. And he's in, like, 40 X-Men movies, and he's also in, like, 40 Star Trek movies. Yeah. All right, the second actor. Data. Name those trilogies. Was it Data or Data? That's a good question. I think it's – I don't know. I don't want to say because then we'll get a, b- a lot of emails. And our interns are listening. <laughs> they're always going to correct us. I was at the show, and they're like, I don't Chuck! Do any, I don't want to add any more fuel to the Lizard fire. Lizard people correction didn't card. do this. A corrupt politician did. <laughs> it turns out it wasn't lizards. And I'm like, one in the same. That's what they want you to think. The second actor. You ready? Look at you, Carol. <laughs> Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Oh, oh my God. This is great. Okay. So Mike Myers – what uh, is in Austin Powers? Correct. He's also in Shrek. He is in all the Shreks, exactly, yeah. and he is in all the Austin Powers movies. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got two out of two. You ready for the last one, Chuck? You know it, man. I'm actually doing okay today. All right. Name those trilogies. Last one. This one's a little bit tougher. Baby, are you tough enough? Matt Damon. Oh God. That's Matt Damon. Okay, so Matt Damon was in The Bourne uh, Ultimatum. You better clean this house or get out. The Bourne White Supremacy. The Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the new movie that's coming out. Oh, I saw Ellipsium. Where it just becomes a, he's just a Trump supporter. Just, so, is that the one where the dystopic future is that white people have to live like Mexican people? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the whole thing about Elysium is that white people are forced to live in the same conditions as like Mexican people are today, yeah, and, and that's what we view as a dystopic police, future. And, and Jodie Foster still hot. And all the super rich people have like hospital robot beds in yeah. there. So like, if Which, you need your appendix so, out, you just lay down in the tanning booth, and, and, and then like, takes it out and yeah. like gives you a new one. Right, Which, not that far from the truth. But then there's a bunch of like starving white people that can't afford uh, hospital. Well, I got radiation booth. poisoning. I'm so, gonna die. I forget, how did that movie? Does he like break into the thing and? Yeah, he goes. Remember to sp- John Q, where <sighs> dude, John, this movie's so stupid. Where uh, Denzel Washington has to like kidnap a doctor and force him to perform heart surgery on his son at gunpoint. Yeah, because he lost his health insurance. <laughs> because he didn't have health insurance, but then it turns out they can't find a donor. So what does he do? kills himself he volunteers to kill himself oh spoiler alert that's a spoiler alert wow. the movie the the early 2000s movie john q uh, starring denzel washington I, can't believe I need to bring you back on track okay, okay. so we're talking we're talking <laughs> matt born, damon was born in the white supremacy he was in the four white supremacy and also what was another movie series that matt damon appeared in that was a trilogy uh oceans 11 oceans 11 is correct you nailed it you got all three Chuck. dude those movies suck and dude. thank you for playing the first one was pretty good. I, I the know. second one, not These so good. like great. Hollywood circle jerks. Just everyone's in it, and you're just like, all right. The first like, one was pretty good. Jet Li should make all the money. Jet Li does like all the work in that movie. Jet Li did do well. Don't, for, did. don't forget about Brad Pitt and his 
gorgeous eyes. Oh, dude. They're, they're doing a lot of the heavy lifting on mm. that movie. Spoiler alert is presented by <laughs> Brad Pitt's Peaches. I love Brad Pitt because he's always eating in every movie. Did you ever notice that? Yeah. That there's, if you, if you go on YouTube, you can search for super clips and it's just compilations of Brad this, Pitt eating in movies. If you're going to watch any compilation on the internet, please watch Brad Pitt eating. Just <laughs> like when, uh, in Fight Club, he calls him. He's on the other end of the line, just eating an apple. He's just like, who's this? <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny, and uh, Charlie Day eats a lot into it. But the more hmm. I watch it, the more I did a video on how actors fake eat. And now it oh, yeah. turns out they're not eating. I wanted to be an actor the whole time because I wanted to eat like Brad Pitt. But to be to be fair, some actors do like if if the scene involves them like. If part of the plot point is them like taking a bite of something, then they do have to do it over and over again. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever watch just like if people are eating in the background of a movie, they're not putting the food in their mouth. They're just like picking Touching up the fork it. and putting it down. Yeah. yeah. And you don't realize unless you're looking for it. I had to eat four pizzas for every show. <laughs> four times a week. That was uh, Jenna Maroney from 30 Rock. That's 160 pizzas a week. All right. So let me just talk about a few of the things that I watched this week. Are you catching up on Primal yet? No, did it finally come out? There's another one out. Spoiler alert. As we said, the dinosaur did not die. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Well, but I kind of assumed that they were going to kill the dinosaur because they showed it in one of the previews. So. Spoiler alert. Uh, the These bugs start to get them, and they're really hard to kill. You have to flip the bugs over to stab them. And then I the can't caveman, believe you're spoiling something for me. The caveman realizes that the bugs are perfect brass knuckles. So he puts oh, the bugs on, and then like the golden scarab beetles. He's being hunted, yeah, just like the golden scarab beetles from, from the movie another the Mummy. <laughs> from another trilogy. <laughs> a fine Brendan Fraser vehicle. You called know what? I, I like the Mummy trilogies, man. That's fun filled. How about the adventure. fact that, that Brendan Fraser's back? He is. He got reverse me tooed. Did you hear about that? We all know Brendan Fraser. He got reverse me tooed. Because he, he, he called out a lot of uh, those, what are they called? The Weinsteins? The people he that he called stuff? out somebody that was sexually harassing him, and then he got banned from Hollywood. Yeah, but now he's back, baby. Now he's back. God bless I you, Brendan Fraser. You're doing the words right. He's back like Encino Man. <laughs> they just had him stored in ice for 20 years until the Me Too movement <laughs> thawed him out. <laughs> Wheeze the juice, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> so there's a scene where uh, he's dragging the whole dinosaur. And then, like, this pack of wild dogs is following him, and it gets to be, like, 100 dogs deep. So he puts on the wild brass, the brass knuckle beetles. And I just got a dog, so I was very conflicted on the scene. So is there one or and two new episodes out? He beat – there's two. There's another one that just dropped Sunday, oh, but it's not on demand yet. I can't wait. So he – I want to uh, watch it. Broke all the dogs' jaws. <laughs> and it's like it's – But good. they're primal dogs, so they're, like, yeah. evil dogs. Yeah, right? they got red eyes. So they're, they're, not good. they're not dogs. good dogs. They're not, they're not. They're not good little doggies. They're not. <laughs> they're not sending over their best dogs. <laughs> they're sending over their rapist dogs. They're selling drugs. I saw dogs. another movie with friend of the show Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh huh. And Michael Shannon. Wait, Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Shannon are Hold in on. an amazing movie. Is it Nightcrawler. I don't know how. I haven't seen it yet. It's not Nightcrawler. It I'm is think similar Jake though Gyllenhaal. in name, but the movie's very different. Crawl Nighter. It's crawl. It's called Nocturnal. <laughs> crawl Nighter. It's called Nocturnal Animals. <laughs> okay, that. I think I saw that. Spoiler alert: Michael Shannon is a police officer that gets cancer, and the rapist they're trying to find doesn't get arrested, so he just like kills him. <laughs> I think I saw that movie. It's really good. So the thing that I almost wouldn't have watched the movie. Didn't it get an Oscar nomination? I did. Michael Shannon got an Oscar nomination. Ah, oh, we said it before on the show, and we'll say it again. Michael Shannon, underrated. That's canon. Underappreciated, underrated. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon's so good as a good guy and a bad guy. He's. <laughs> I like when he does that. Eye, he's got that weird eye bulgy look. Yeah, dude, I love that bulge. Gives me a bulge. <laughs> so good movie. Check it out. I'll see it on the show. I will say a qualitative statement. It's a good movie. It's good. It's a good movie. All right. Yeah. Uh, I watched a movie that was also pretty good. A little movie called Inside Out, the Pixar movie. Did you ever see you that? You know what? I did, and it's adorable. I had never seen it, and I, w I mentioned it to somebody, and they're like, you never saw Inside Out? It's, it's one of the best Pixar movies. Spoiler alert. It's about a runaway girl, and emotions have emotions. It's about a hot blue chick with a pixie haircut. That's We're watching different <laughs> movies. 
<laughs> and uh, it's about emotions that live inside your head and control what you do. Yeah. And then and even cat, though and even though they thought that sadness was ruining everything, it turns out that you need sadness because it brings balance to the emotions. It's a good movie. Mm, very heartwarming. Pixar. And then what was the name of the the um her imaginary friend? It's like Bing Bong or something like that. Trolls too. He was played by what's the guy's name from Spin City? Richard Kind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Richard Kind from Spin City. <laughs> He's also on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah. Gotta love Richard Kind. Ageless. He's, he's, he is. He, was he also in um, Mad About You? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which some say takes place in the same universe as Seinfeld and Friends, but it doesn't make any sense. There's also, they're rebooting that for the Red States. It's called Mad About Jew. <laughs> Honestly, Bernie Sanders would have won and become the best president if people were anti-Semitic. We can, we can say that, right? I think so, right? I think we can. It's done. We did it. Bernie Sanders should have been president. Biden sucks. It would have been so nice if we had a president that looks like Colonel Sanders. <sighs> I know. People, people are like, oh, he looks like Colonel Sanders and he's in the socialism. What's he going to do? Give everybody free chicken? I'm like, I'm, I'm down like, for that. I would love, it was just like when Trump said, if you, if a Hillary wins, there's going to be taco trucks on every corner. And people are like, I want, I want taco, taco trucks, trucks on, on every, every corner. corner. Man, I wish that had happened. Also, everyone like hates socialism, but do you know who takes more welfare than anyone else? <laughs> All the red states. All the red states. And also uh, super rich people. Yeah, they're taking well, those bailouts to, out of anyone. To be fair, Donald Trump, friend of the show, friend did, of the show, DJ he did Donald pay seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes, which yeah. to, which is it's not nothing. It's less than what that's almost what I pay anyone in pays taxes. That I know. That's that's a lot. That's a lot, especially because they they pay in other ways, like no. being a job provider. No, job creator. No. <laughs> Fargo Wrong. season four? Wrong. Yes. Fargo yes. season four, dude. Fargo season four is so good. Chris Rock, Jason Schwartzman? Oh, man. They they do this weird thing where they trade. The two opposing gangs will trade their youngest child to each other. Yep. So that they can't For backstab. Unity. So that they can't backstab each other. Except, spoiler alert, there's been two backstabbings. <laughs> yes. So, so far. that can kind of be a little bit dangerous if one, one side decides to just go rogue. So the Italian Which, family, the fat has guy, an Irish kid, the and fat guy a, who's like flying off the handle all the time, he looks exactly like one of the characters from Battlestar Galactica, but it's not him. Yeah. So I ju- I just refer to him as Battlestar Galactica. So Fargo season four, first of all, like all the other Fargos, very, very well shot, very stylistic. The colors are great. But what I really like about this season is that it really does have that like fifties vibe to it. Both in like beautiful cars <laughs> and in the systemic racism. <laughs> so Both of which are alert, still around today. Uh, cops are racist. You know, just saying. I mean, in the fifties, not now. We've gotten rid of all that, right? Right, Vincent Foti. Right. Okay, go. Even the even the guy that ran the hospital was racist. Yeah, what was that? And that dude? was against Italians. Yeah. Man, it must have been so bad when white people were being. <laughs> dude, that's all you know. It is we're being man. biased. They're like, oh, against... they're so greasy. I can't even shove in an IV. You're like, ah, oh, hospital guy. <laughs> Get out of so here, terrible. you bunch of greasy wops. He's like, but that's I need to go says. to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. well, Florida, you'd feel more comfortable at the public one. Down Fortunately, the white people have regained. And it was a a BB gun shot. That he, got. <laughs> he got in. Um, what else have I been watching? The Boys season two, the uh, season finale of The Boys season two. Season two turns out super quick. Yeah, it was only eight episodes. A spoiler alert: the Nazi superhero chick doesn't win; she gets foiled at the end. They don't kill her, but first they, one outer one inner last. They do. Fo- they do foil her plan, which is it's nice to see. Um, to see like this fictional world where people don't like Nazis. Uh, one day America. Would be much like the fictional Amazon show <laughs> where Nazis lose. Our once and future stance on Nazis, where we were against them. I watched a uh, we'll little get video on Man in the High Castle, Philip K. Dick book. Book clearly better. Just saying. Wait, that's there, a series, right? But there was a mini series, which is pretty well done. I heard it. Was that about World War II or so, Hitler? Or uh, in in it, it's uh, in World War II, Japan and Germany win. And they drain the Mediterranean Sea to irrigate all of Africa. And novelty Wild West items become, like Wild West Americana, become like super high value. 
And then it's also like a Philip K. Dick futuristic dystopian society. Huh. But they had to create a lots of swastikas for the show. And then do you know what they did when when the series was done capping with the swastikas? They donated them to needy Republicans. Oh, no, they did voting. <laughs> Just because 90% of the dum-dums are Nazis doesn't mean all of them are. Just because all Nazis are Republicans doesn't mean all Republicans are Nazis. Yeah, it's like a horse being a mammal and a mammal being a horse, right? right? It's yeah. a, there's like a Venn diagram. Uh, that's too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> our demographic. All right. So, uh, what else should so you watch? They ruined all. They they burned all the swastikas, just like Sunny in Philadelphia burned oh. the swastikas. So that was nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. Let's see. If you have HBO, you should be watching Raised by Wolves. If you have not done so already, Lovecraft oh, that's Country. That's the Ridley Scott uh, right? one, right? Very nice. good. Uh, the penultimate episode of Lovecraft Country was came out on Sunday. So there's only one episode left in the season. Penultimate. Ooh, baby. So uh, Lovecraft Country, it's been pretty good so far. Definitely definitely a fun show. Is it going to be season two or is it a one and done? I believe there's going to be a season two, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, wonder how the they're going to do that, though, because not to interrupt. Ooh, The Vow we'll get into next. The Vow. But, so it's based off of a book, not the actual books of the guy, but there's a book that came out like four years ago. Right. So H.P. Lovecraft was a, like a sci-fi horror writer from the early 1900s. And then somebody wrote a book called Lovecraft Country, which incorporates uh, a lot of like horror sci-fi elements into 1950s America, and it's kind of a talks about racism. Mm-hmm. And then they took that novel and they've turned it into a, a show, series, a, a show on now HBO. Now it's going to be a multi-series. But here's my problem with it: you know the TV show You. You have a girlfriend. You have to watch the 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 show You. That was based off a book. And they did one season that oh, was a you. little bit more towards the book, and it was good. Then season number two had to deviate from the book because the book was done. Now it's not so good. What other TV show has done this? Dexter. Game of Thrones and Dexter both started out really great. Dexter had to deviate really terrible. from the book. Oh, speaking of Dexter, this just came out today. Showtime is going to reboot it. Showtime, what are you doing? Although they said that they're going to reboot it. But they're not going to – I thought a reboot means you're going to start over again and remake the whole thing, right? Yeah. Well, they said that they're rebooting it, but they're just making, like, a ninth season. <sighs> what? So they're just going to – now, it, it is it is garbage. How many washed-up people can they get to be on that show? It is garbage that they're, that they're doing this. Showtime has no right to do anything with the Dexter what, property. They, they couldn't do another Spartacus show or whatever? <laughs> um, but – there is one ray of hope, and that's that the original showrunner, who was the showrunner for the first four seasons, is coming the back good to the show. Four seasons. Yeah, the the first four seasons of Dexter were pretty good. It the should four, have ended when John spoiler alert the John last Lithgow four seasons, kills his wife. Right, exactly in the bathtub. That was at the end of season four, which was which was a phenomenal season. So good. And then the showrunner left, and the show went down the tubes. Uh, so the original showrunner is coming back. So. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. I'm just so – I'm still mad to this day. Um, if you have HBO, watch The Vow, which is the documentary about the Nexium cult. Oh, right. And then, All those rich people were sex trafficking people. And then they're, uh, they're doing a follow-up to The Vow. It's called The Consonant. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, uh, a little humor there. Nice. For <laughs> nice. Um, Jude Law, friend of the show Jude Law, is in a HBO miniseries called The Third Day. Um, I keep watching it even though I – not a huge Was fan of it. Was the new Pope also uh, HBO? Yes. So what do these guys just get the, contracts so like for five years? The young years? Pope was was okay. The new Pope couldn't watch it. Yeah. It was it was too much. John Malkovich is in the new Pope, right? Yes. And even though I thought that was going to mean it was going to be really good. No, no, no. Have you seen the movie Red? John Malkovich <laughs> isn't good anymore. He's not good. Uh, the, he was in the not it's like I want to call it the blind side. But it was that other <laughs> dumb movie that the dumb person was in where the bird watch or bird. The, bird the, cage. Bird cage. Bird no, box. No, bird cage is good, dude. The bird cage. Uh, the one where um, with Robin Williams. Yeah. No, I'm talking bird box. Bird box. Yeah. About. Which is should have been called the blind side. But whatever. <laughs> Oh, dude, Sandra Bullock, dude. More like Sandra Bullocks. So the third day is a Jude Law related horror miniseries that kind of reminds me of. Not the beast! Ah! It feels like a like a re like a reimagining of that movie Wicker Man. Um, 
it's it's okay. I'm four out of six episodes into it. it. Every episode I watch is like reels me in just enough to make me want to watch the next one. Um, it's okay. Euphoria. Have you seen that? Nope. If you have HBO, watch Euphoria. High Maintenance, also on HBO. What's uh, that little bicyclist getting up to? I'm in season five of Hell on Wheels, so I'm almost done. Oh, yeah? I'm like, I'm like halfway through the last season of Hell on Wheels. The show so is they phenomenal. They brought Common back, but now he's gone. They again. brought him back for one episode and then killed him off again, like midway through season four. I'm not really sure what the purpose of that I, was. I, t- people that write TV shows out there who clearly listen to the Biscuits and Gravy show, what are you doing? Um, but hell, if if you've never seen Hell on Wheels, man, watch Hell on Wheels. It's super good. Yeah. The whole thing is available on Netflix. Uh, also on Netflix, Shit's Creek, which we just started the fifth season. Are you have you been starting to watch it? I think I'm gonna start watching it tonight, man. I'm gonna say it's funny. We're we're like we watched four seasons of it already. No, no way. You and you and uh, Diana. Diana, and I no. have. Uh, we just started the fifth season, and there's six seasons streaming. So Eugene Levy, he's got some good eugenics in his family, huh? <laughs> um, the, if it keeps on laughing, the, the act, gonna break. His son in real life is his son on the show. Yeah, and then his daughter in real life is a drug addict who's not on TV. Is no, just kidding. <laughs> she plays a different character, like this girl that works at the at the restaurant. Uh huh. But then there's a different actress that they have that plays his daughter in the show. Which I wonder if his daughter in real life was kind of like bummed that she didn't get the daughter role in the I show. I know exactly how she feels because one time I was trying to be in the fifth grade present of uh, The Music Man. The Thompson Saint Mary- family. St. <laughs> Mary's School presents The Music Man. And I didn't get the part of the lispy kid. And I have a list. <laughs> Chuck, I'm just not believing and the list. Do you know who got the part instead? Cody Ross Pitt, who was the voice of Slippery Soap. On Blue's Clues, and I can't even say the word slippery slope because I'm lisp. Flippery thope? Ah! Wait, you went to school with yeah, the dude. guy that was the voice of slippery soap? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my bus. He was on my neighborhood. <laughs> okay. That's it. By the way, by the way, just a little, little spoiler right here, right? So... <laughs> Because he had to go and do all the the, uh, the voice oh work, goodness. he got taken out of school a lot and got private tutors. He now is like a double medical degree. Wow. So uh, Catholic school is garbage because... Maybe we should I privatize sell, the school. I sell mattresses. So. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, have uh, you seen that documentary, My Octopus Teacher? Every single woman I've bumped into has told me to watch it. Which I including thought. Including Vince Fody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only watched it because a friend of the show, Shahane, uh, turned me on to it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, when I saw it on Netflix, I thought it was like going to be like an anime show about a bunch of kids who go to school and their <laughs> teacher is an anthropomorphic octopus. Which I would have seen. I think I would have enjoyed that more than what it actually was, which was just a a documentary about a guy who has an octopus friend. Yeah, just put an octopus in a jar. It can open the jar. That's true. That They don't show it in the documentary, but, but octopus, octopi, octopi are escape artists. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. Today's show is presented in part by Most Def's Hearing Aids. Get less deaf with Most Def. Hey, Vince. <laughs> yeah. Most Def's Hearing Aids. They're black on both sides. Great. And also... <laughs> That's your sponsor. Stand by it. It's a a good album, though. Black on both sides is a good album. Um, Today's show is also brought to us by Harvey Firestein's Grill Lighters. When you think flaming, think think Firestein. And by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. And listeners like you. Man, Fargo is so good. If you guys aren't watching Fargo, man, you're messing up. Although, so now... Last week, when we were talking about Fargo, I was thinking that season one is better. But now that I'm watching more of season four, I like the 70s so season two of Fargo. Well, that's the cool thing about a good TV show is that a good TV show builds on itself and makes everything else in the show even better by proximity. Whereas something like Game of Thrones, the, the eighth season of Game of Thrones wasn't just bad on its own it's like cramming for a math test it's cumulative but it has to all stack on top of each other but game of thrones stack it, game of thrones game of thrones ended so poorly that that they also nullified a bunch of other plot lines that they had spent 
years and years building up. So it made the whole show bad. What the Ice King, the, the grayscale, the how the how are they teleporting? They all they, <laughs> all of those things got flushed down the toilet by the Game of Thrones writers. Uh, hatred for Game of Thrones is presented in part by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. <clears throat> Tatums. What do you hate more, the last season of Game of Thrones or the last season of Dexter? Um I mean, I hate the it's last a tough choice. three seasons. What is the what is worse? Of Dexter. Season eight of Game of Thrones. Do, do, or season do, eight of Dexter. Do, 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 do. <laughs> or the eighth year of Trump's presidency. Uh, I don't know. We did just buy the domain site Trump twenty thirty. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I want to buy Trump twenty twenty four because he's he's right. definitely going to win and he's definitely going to run again hey, in twenty twenty four. FDR did a third term. Yeah, and it, you know why he was so popular? Because he gave everybody socialism. Mm. And it turns out when you give people, poor people, stuff that they need, they uh, are happy about Real it. Real radical, that FDR. He's like, hey, guess what, guys? Hold on. Bear with me here. Uh, poor Americans are still, hold on, people. <laughs> no. No way. No way. Also, did you know that the best That was way... also back when income tax rates were at, like, 90% for... I know, when everyone's like, let's go back <laughs> to the good old days. I'm like, no. Also, do you know why... Do you, do you understand that in the good old days... Like, income tax we, is way higher? We had a strong middle class was because income tax rate on the richest people were was at, like, 90%. Yeah. Which was... And you didn't have super packs. Which was, to put that in comparison, when Barack Obama was in office, it was at, what, like, 8%? And now it's at 2 And now it's at... Now it's at now $750. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Anything else for a spoiler alert? I gotta go watch Primal, man. I I didn't even know. See, you you tricked me the first time by saying it was out when it wasn't out. Now so, it's out. So then I I got all excited. There was one on the fourth. And so then on. I didn't I didn't allow myself to get excited again. But now I have to go back and watch it. <laughs> I was depriving yourself of excitement. <laughs> Wow, I, just I cannot wa- believe it. We're like at the end of the gravy train today, but we still have so much more gravy to go through. I'm sm- sniffing the freaking fire log. I'm sm- I'm smelling the box that the KFC. We're doing a photo is. shoot with this when we're done. <laughs> I like that the directions are like, don't use under a curtain. Do not eat fire log. <laughs> not actually fried chicken. All right, you ready to uh, wrap up the show here, Chuck? Sure, let's do it. <sighs> You hear that sound? That sound means it's time for my favorite segment of the show, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is brought to us by Johnny Depp's Glasses. The best perception is debt perception. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. And also by Alex Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. And by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Frankly the best. And of course by Tom Brady's Gravy. All the ladies (laughs) want Brady's Gravy. And also by Colin Powell's Enemas. Make your colon go pow. When you think feces, think Colin Powell. Warning, may cause war with Iraq. (laughs) One one of the, the head writers for the show Hell on Wheels is named Tom Brady. <laughs> so <laughs> in the opening credits, you know, you're like watching the show and the credit will be like directed by blah, blah, blah. And it'll say like written by Tom Brady. And I'm like, what? <laughs> is there nothing Tom Brady can't do? It's like Adam Sandler is one of the uh, directors of The Price how, is Right. How apropos, we have a spoiler alert, Tom Brady question in Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo today. Oh, okay. All right. So our first question uh, comes from Jeff in Trenton, New Jersey. Jeff Trash. wants to know. <laughs> hey, Trenton, New Jersey has a very nice aquarium. Yeah. Oh, that's Camden. No, they should just flood Trenton, New Jersey okay. instead. Um, at one point, Trenton, New Jersey was so broke they couldn't afford police, <laughs> so they like dismantled the police. Wow. All right, Jeff in Trenton, New Jersey. It's like the one part of New Jersey I can get behind. Probably having a rough time. Jeff in Trenton, New Jersey wants to know where is the Bay of Pigs located. The Bay of Pigs. Uh, the Bay of Pigs is in Cuba, of course. That is absolutely correct. Uh, it was in Cuba, home uh-huh. of Castro. Yep. Who is now Donald Our Trump. Uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> if you don't believe me, guys. Longtime how- listeners of the show will remember that we the, we proved that Donald Trump we is did. actually Castro yep, in yeah, a Trump it costume. It made front page of Reddit. Just saying. 
That's true. We are so good, we make front page Reddit. <laughs> and by we, I mean you, Vincent Fody. I by the you. front page of Reddit, I mean the front page of r slash biscuits and gravy. <laughs> I almost sharded, dude. <laughs> All right. Our second question comes from Lisa in uh, Grassville, Ohio. Lisa wants to know, in 19... <laughs> Are Nazis bad? In 1982, what president announced... A war on drugs. What would be Reagan? That was Reagan. We talked about Reagan earlier in the show today, too. Yeah. Yeah. Very apropos questions this week. Um, Tupac has a song about that. The the worst part about the war on drugs is that it's being won by people who are on drugs. (laughs) All right. You ready for the third question? I was born ready, Vincent. You got two out of three so far, Chuck. You got got two out of two so far. So you're doing pretty darn good. Uh, all right, our third question comes from Jessica in Lahaina. Hey. And as we know, the third question is always a sports question because sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. It'll deflate hunger. Jessica in Lahaina wants to know, <laughs> what is the tagline for Tom Brady's gravy? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, all right, the question is, Oh man. what team does Tom Brady play for? Uh, he got transferred from the what Patriots. team? Does Tom Brady play? That is correct. He did used to play for the Patriots. And uh, now he plays for the Browns? I'll give you a hint. Tampa it's, Bay? Uh, the, uh, the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is correct. <laughs> yeah. Where, how did you get to that from Browns? Uh, I don't know why I said Browns. Did you think the tam- it's the Tampa Bay Browns? Maybe I don't know. Also, um, you know how much a pirate pays for corn? Uh, shoot a you buccaneer. Yeah. Well, you got three out of three, Chuck. Because I'm the smartest buffalo alive. Because you are the smartest buffalo alive. No one could stump the buffalo. And you know what that means? That's the I'm end of really our show. I'm drunk. Oh yeah. Even more so than we already are. Never. Today's show is brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Today's show is presented in part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. If if you go to Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center, you too can be slippery slope. <laughs> slippery slope. <laughs> uh, and today's show is also brought to us by Topher Grace's Etiquette School. When you go for Grace, call Topher Grace. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 80.5, the voice of Maui. From me to you, hello! <laughs> <laughs> Boop. Little kisses. <laughs>